Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, what up, what up, what up, what up? I'm Reggie Watkins, and you are listening to I'm Probably Right. Rate us, review us, subscribe, leave a comment, but don't be hating. Thank y'all for listening. My man Kevin Cleland is on the boards, engineering, producing. What's up, Kevin? Hey, Reggie. Good to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, so today we got a great show for you. Today we're going to be talking about Aaron Rodgers finally showing up to the Green Bay Packers training camp. We're going to talk about Team USA. You know they lost, so I know that U.S. lost their damn mind. Simone Biles and her withdrawal from the Team Gymnastics Olympic competition. And Deshaun Watson showed up to the Texans camp. Good Lord. But first up. Kevin, um, I don't know if you well, you do know this about me, right? I I was you produced a show that that I was that I, I still might be on. We don't know if it's still coming back or not. But you produced a, a, a podcast I was on where I was known as affectionately as what was my what was my name? Mr. Know It All. Mr. Know It All. That's right? right. And when you get a name like Mr. Know It All, it comes because sometimes you are a bit of a know it all, and um, you know. The name of this show is I'm Probably Right because I'm usually right, damn it. And I was right 100%, and I'm going to take my victory lap right now when I was talking about Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers r- reportedly did not want to play for the Green Bay Packers anymore it, coming up in this 2021 season. Man, had been there for, what, I think he was drafted in 2004. Five, I want to say, uh, maybe maybe earlier, actually. He spent a long time in line behind Brett Favre Yeah, he didn't want to give it up. Right. Was there, Brett? they drafted him in the first round. I think he went number 25 because that same year, my, no, he went number 24. That same year, my 49ers drafted Alex Smith. I was heated, and I was right about that, too. Um, Aaron Rodgers stayed in Green Bay, sat for years behind Brett Favre, finally got his chance to shine. He came out and shine. He did. Balled out. Has been one of the greatest quarterbacks, if not the greatest quarterback of all time until, you know, Patrick Mahomes came along. But the man decided he did not want to play for Green Bay after this past 2020 uh, NFL season where he won the MVP and the Green Bay Packers went to the NFC Championship game where they lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This was actually the second year in a row that the Green Bay Packers had been to the NFC Championship game. The year before that, they lost to my 49ers who went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. But I digress. Aaron Rodgers decided he did not want to play for the Green Bay Packers. At least that's what he was saying. He put out through his ages that he was done and yada, yada, yada. And for some reason, most of... You people who like to talk sports, when you get to talking sports and about money, you guys lose your damn mind. You start counting people's pockets, right? You know what? I don't know if everybody understands what counting people's pockets is, but counting people's pockets is you start talking about what they got in their wallet as opposed to what you got in yours. So we're talking about Aaron Rodgers and what he's got in his wallet and, and how he's going to step away from the Green Bay Packers because he doesn't like the management. Brian Gutekinds is not on his high list of people he wants to be around. So Aaron Rodgers, I guess, puts out that he does not want to play for the Green Bay Packers. You know the only problem with that, Kevin? Aaron Rodgers was under contract for the next three years. 
Three years. Okay? Um, under contract for three years, just won the MVP, and took a team to one game shy of the Super Bowl. Why in the hell would I trade him? Hey, he wants to be traded to the Denver Broncos. Ain't nobody, ain't, the Green Bay ain't trading him. Well, they should just let him go. Why? Well, if they want to do right by the player, well, what organization do you know that want to do right by anybody but the organization? Like, well, I don't understand how anybody ever thought this was going to go any other way than him showing up to training camp. Well, he's got enough money. He can sit out the year. He'll pass on 30-plus million dollars. Listen to me, y'all, and listen to me clearly. If I don't care how much money I got, unless I got a billion dollars, Kevin. If, I, if I'm like in the hundred millions, okay, and I skip on 30-plus million because I'm upset with you, you're going to die. Okay, there's no other way. It's not that I'm just going to be upset. I'm going to kill somebody if I'm passing up on $30 million. I got to be that mad. I have to be that mad to pass up on $30 million to where I'm jeopardizing my whole future. Because $30 million is $30 million. If we all thought that, that Aaron Rodgers was just going to pass up $30 million because he don't like Brian Gutekinds. Are you out of your damn mind? And then that the Green Bay Packers were going to just ship him off. Do you guys realize this has never happened in the history of the NFL? They would have been the first and only team to trade the league MVP the year after the guy won the damn MVP. Okay, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. There's no way this was going to happen. And now what they've done is they've come to an agreement from what we've we've been reading in some of the reports is that they've come to an agreement that they will they will allow they will forgive his third year of the contract, which means he still has two more years under contract with the Green Bay Packers. So he's got to play this season and possibly next season. But what they're saying is they'll revisit this after next year and maybe just maybe They'll trade him or, 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 or they're not letting him walk. They'll trade him or figure out a place that works out best for everybody. There's a problem with that because what did we just say? They still have him under contract for at least two more years. So they don't got to do anything. Next year, they can do the same thing again. Now, the, they, Aaron Rodgers gets more leverage next year. If Aaron Rodgers next year decides, okay, I'm going to retire. Then he's got one year left, do what the hell he wants to do. But he couldn't do that this year. It was either you retire or you play here. There was no other recourse that was going to happen. So now if Aaron Rodgers comes back, let's say Aaron Rodgers wins the MVP again because he damn well could. Let's say the Green Bay Packers go back to the NFC Championship because they should. They're in the NFC North. They're playing against the Chicago Bears, who has a starting quarterback uh, by the name of Andy Dalton. Okay? They're starting Andy Dalton. And he ain't going to last long. And then they're going to put in Justin Fields. Who else we got in, 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 in NFC North? Uh, uh, we got Chicago Bears. We got the Green Bay Packers. Um, I'm losing them, Kevin. Who else is in NFC uh, North? Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions, who just got... Jared Goffel as their quarterback. Indeed, they did. They ain't doing Good a riddance. damn thing. And 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 what's 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 our fourth? What's our fourth? Vikings. And we got the Minnesota Vikings. Enough said. Green Bay is going to win that division, and they very well will probably have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. 
They're gonna be we're gonna be right back here again next year because it'll be insane for them to let him go again, even next year. And never forget and never underestimate what everybody in the NFL is trying to do. Everybody in the NFL is trying to find an Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay has an Aaron Rodgers. They'd be stupid to let go of what everybody is trying to find. He ain't going nowhere. And I'm telling you this, he ain't going nowhere next year either. Like, football is just such a different game. These cats, he can't, and and people can say, well, you know, his mind isn't in it, and what if his mind isn't in it, and he wants to be there, and and he's not going to show up the right way. If he don't show up the right way in football, you might die. Or break, I mean, mean, people are breaking limbs, uh, ligaments, every every which way. So you think a dude is going to show up here and not give it his all, he's going to give it his all. And what's going to happen next year is he'll probably be in Green Bay again next year because he still really doesn't have any leverage. All he can do is retire or play there unless they decide they want to trade him. Or if 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 we're not seeing what they're seeing, maybe in, in their practices, they're seeing Jordan Love tear it up. But if that was the case, then they would have traded Aaron Rodgers and just let him go. But that ain't happening. So... Y'all stop counting people's pockets and stop being so damn dumb when we talk about sports. I'm probably right. Team USA lost again. Team USA lost to France. Uh, I believe this was on Sunday. Was it Sunday? And it was their there was the opener to the group stage, and they lost 83 to 76 to France. Led by Rudy Gobert and Evan Fournier who are, Rudy Gobert is the NBA Defensive Player of the Year, and uh, uh, who is it, Uh, Evan Fournier, uh, recently of the Celtics, was traded to the Celtics from the Orlando Magic, where he was averaging about 18, 19 points a game for two seasons for them. USA lost, bad shooting night. Kevin Durant was terrible. Dame Lillard was terrible. Jason Tatum has been terrible this whole Olympics, um, even in the exhibitions. And uh, they had just gotten Devin Booker, uh, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton had just shown up and, and gotten there from fresh off the NBA Finals, get there and be here for this team, right? And so they lose a game and everybody loses. But, oh, they bums, they terrible. And I talked about this in an earlier episode, which drives me insane because we don't really give a damn about this team. All we want is for them to win and just look good. We don't We don't even watch these games. People don't even watch the games anymore. You, it, it's, it's to the point... M- the Olympics is on NBC. You know where you see the uh, the basketball games, Kevin? Late at night. <laughs> Late at night and on NBC Sports Network. Channel 220 if you got DirecTV. That's where I watch the games. They don't even put it on the primetime and on the regular television channel because they know everybody, people ain't watching them damn games. But when they lose, we got something to say. They win by 50, it don't matter. Nobody even talks about it. But when they lose, it's a story because we expect these dudes to be that much greater than everybody else all the time, and I don't understand why. Like in the previous segment, I said, stop being dumb talking about sports. We are sending our B team. This is not the greatest collection of USA basketball players that they could send. So what do you expect to happen? Right? 92, and I feel like this. I feel like the Dream Team 92 ruined 
any chance that Team USA basketball ever has of ever just going there and competing like everybody else. Because you watch the Olympics. Kevin, you were watching the Olympics, right? You've been watching them. I've been watching the Olympics, but not basketball. More like uh, women's street skating and volleyball. Okay, in both of those sports, did the USA win gold? Uh, They did very well in volleyball. Okay. Uh, uh, Street skating, no. China and Brazil dominated, but um, more interesting than the basketball. Right, okay. But my point is, USA didn't win gold. Do you hear anybody calling those people bums? Hear anybody saying that they suck, right? Basketball is the one thing that we go crazy over. If they don't win the gold, these guys are trash. They suck. But we don't do that for the dudes on the pommel horse. We don't do that for the dudes cycling. No. But for some reason, we do that for Team USA basketball. And it always comes back down to some kind of hate that people have for these dudes. I was, I was in a chat the other day, and I, knew, I could smell the hate coming off this dude because the first thing he said was, these guys make millions of dollars. They should be better. And this is what we get to. It gets to people just hating because nobody pays you millions of dollars to watch you do math. Nobody's paying millions of dollars to watch you flip a burger, dog. I'm sorry. That's just not how it goes. So just understand this is the game that we got. The game is the game. Entertainment rules. People want to be entertained. Therefore, these dudes are valuable commodities. And they're going over there and doing it for free. They're not getting paid for this. They're going over and doing it for free. Now, can they give, can there be better effort? I watched the game, and it looked like these dudes were playing defense like they in an all-star game. Okay? So what we have to do is incentivize. I don't even know if it's incentivizing. What I, what, I, what I say is just send over younger dudes, dudes who are willing to play a role, because that is the difference between Team USA and everybody else in the country. Okay, on Team France, they know who their defensive anchor is. It is Rudy Gobert. They know who their leading scorer is. It's Evan Fournier. On Team USA, we got a bunch of dudes who lead their team in scoring. So who's going to be the guy to facilitate for everybody else? Dame Lillard? That's not what he does. Dame time ain't never about passing. Dame time is I'm shooting the damn rock. Kevin Durant. He ain't out here getting buckets for nobody else. Kevin Durant is a bucket because Kevin Durant gets buckets for Kevin Durant. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum ain't no facilitator. Jason Tatum gets buckets for himself. Not in these Olympics, but when he's with Boston, he gets buckets for himself. Drew Holiday's here. He's not a facilitator like that either. But he's a glue dude. I like him there. And and, and just because we lose one game, where is the sense of competition that we that we love with everything else? Why do you want to see the Team USA blow everybody out? Where's the fun in that? I don't know if y'all remember. 2012, we won gold, but we didn't blow people. Man, we squeaked by Lithuania, 94 to 90. We beat Spain by six points. It was These were real-ass games. And now, all of a sudden, we just expect that we're going to send a bunch of dudes over there, and we should just be winning everything. The world caught up, man. 
There's talented players all over the world. This is why I always say to anybody who wants to talk about the glory days of the NBA, oh, man, the 80s and 90s, that was the best basketball. Dog, that was good, but these guys now are more talented than they've ever, ever, ever been. Everybody has an all-star. Everybody has an all-star level player on their team or two. It's gotten to the point, like, if you, why do you think they're super teams now? Why do you think that there are three stars joining up on these teams? Because two ain't enough. People got two. Two ain't enough. And and there wasn't two on every team back in the 90s and the 80s. There was one. And there was one dude who was better than all of those dudes, Michael Jordan. So the, the league just wasn't as talented and the world wasn't as talented. 92 Dream Team. We sent over the best in the world when the rest of the world was fanboying, fanboying and fangirling over these dudes. I'm saying fanboying because it was all, it was the men's team. They got dudes taking pictures with these cats at halftime, posing during the game, in awe, watching Michael Jordan, laughing. And no, dog, they ain't doing that now. Who, who, who the other teams, they done, they done played against Kevin Durant because they play in the league. This ain't, a, this ain't a novelty no more. They know Kevin Durant game. They know Dame Lillard. They've been playing Dame Lillard. And people want to act like Evan Fournier. They lost to Evan Fournier. You, Evan Fournier averaged tw- 19 points a game in the NBA last year. 18 the year before. You think he ain't giving Dame the business when Dame tries to guard him? Dame don't guard nobody anyways. What, 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 are, we, what are we talking about here? And now they play Iran tonight. And I can't wait to watch this game. It comes on at, like you said, nighttime. 940 at night. On NBC uh, Sports Network, I will be watching. And I hope it's a close-ass game because Iran's been giving people some business too. I hope it's a close game. I want to see them go to, and I still think they're going to win the gold because they still got the most talent. I think they can pull it together. We just need people to find their role. Find their role. There should never be an instance. I don't care if Kevin Garnett, I mean, I don't care if Kevin Durant is one for 20. If the game is on the line, he's still the best player out there on that floor. You get him the ball, let him take that last shot. That's just what you do. Unless somebody's wide-ass open, I don't care. Kevin Durant should always get any shot he wants on that team because he's better than everybody on that team. Dame Lillard, 6'2", little dude, got heart, all that. He still ain't better than Kevin Durant. And I still think they're going to win the gold. I think they're going to win the gold. I hope that it's a struggle because why the hell else would I be watching this if it's already a fait complete? Y'all chill out, man. Relax. Enjoy the Olympics. That's what they're here for. It's, it's, it's about sports. It's about fun. It's about competition. Stop hating. We'll be back. So more Olympic talk. I love the Olympics. I really do. It's one of my favorite things to watch just because I love watching some of these stories and, and you know, seeing the people in their hometowns. And uh, I was watching uh, I was watching swimming yesterday, swimming. And I think her name was uh, Reagan Smith. This is the one from Alaska? From Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching the girl from Alaska. She's like 17 years old and got the gold medal. And they're showing, like, her hometown and everybody's going ham, going hard, going so... I love watching that. I love seeing those stories. But there's a side of it that we never really take into account. Um, And that's just the mental stress that is put on these people to perform in these games. And a lot of these times, these are young people. Most of me, hell, hell, uh, Reagan Smith, 17 years old. And something interesting happened uh, yesterday... 
late last night. Uh, Simone Biles, who is possibly, I think she's probably the greatest gymnast in the world ever, um, 25 uh, medals, right? 25 Olympic medals. She was the world champion in 2019. Um, and she just killed the Rio Olympics in 2016, right? Killed it, became like the media darling and just everybody was in love with her. And then she goes to the world championships and she's just killing it. And, you know, she got all these endorsements and all, yada, yada, and all this good stuff, right? And then she's ready for the 2020 uh, Olympics that were supposed to be in Tokyo last year. But, you know, uh, Rona. So she didn't get to do 2020. She had to put it off for another year in 2021. And people don't think about that either. That's a big that's a big deal for some of these people. They've been working, 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 working with a goal in mind, a time set for this to happen. And now they've got to add another year of training, another year of putting off, another year of eating insanely clean. When you know I'm saying hell, hell, some people just want to eat a Reese's cup sometimes. You training for the Olympics? You 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 Reese's cups ain't in your lexicon, okay? You, especially if you're training for uh, something that really matters. Now, if you're doing a shot put, weightlifting, go ahead and eat all the Reese's Keeps you want. But gymnast? You, man, these dudes, these women are starving themselves sometimes, being in the trying to be in the best shape of their lives. And then to add on another year to that, that is a mental strain. But there's also something that's been going on with, with the women's gymnastics that I don't know if a lot of people um, were... You know, if people don't really remember because, you know, the further away these things go from happening, we tend to just stop paying attention and not thinking about it. Um, but Simone Biles and, and U.S. gymnastics overall, there was a huge scandal that happened a few years ago with Larry Nasser. I don't know if people remember that. Um, and he was the team, the U.S. gymnastics Olympic team doctor who is in jail now for sexually assaulting almost all of them from young to, you know, to just of age. Like this, this dude was preying on these, these girls and the U S gymnast committee was just kind of, you know, letting, letting it roll, not really getting in there. And there's a documentary. You can watch this documentary on Netflix. I forget what it's called. Kevin, if you could look that up and throw it to me, I would love that. Um, and Simone Biles came out in 2018 and said that, you know, she spoke about the abuse that she encountered from uh, uh, Larry Nasser. And so we get to 2021 and this the there's the team, you know, gymnastics competition and their, you know, Team USA is favored and they're, and they're you know, and the, and the, the underdog, you know, not underdog, but the second favorite is Russia, which isn't really Russia because it's ROC. Have you seen that? Um, ROC is the name. It's me the my, Russian Olympic Committee. committee. Yeah. yeah, that's not their, even Russia. Anymore. That's the loophole for Russian athletes who are banned from the Olympics because of the World Anti-Doping Association finding out about a huge Russian state um, scandal where every, or like I think it was like a hundred athletes were were um, doping, and not not just trying to roll in on Russia because. Uh, the stakes are so high in these games, in these competitions, that most everybody is going dope if they got the chance. Okay, so I'm not hating on Russia, but they did get caught, they got sanctioned, and then they found a loophole to let the athletes still get to play. And and to be fair, it is not anybody who actually was found to be guilty of doping 
it is athletes who had no um, participation in it. So they still let them in through a back door. But uh, Team USA uh, was, you know, the favorites, and they ended up taking silver to Russia's gold because Simone Biles pulled out of the competition late last night, citing mental health and stress. And, of course, you're going to get both sides of this. There's people who are, oh, she let her team down. And then there's people who are like, yo, understand, mental health is real. And I think this is a great thing that's happening in our world, in our country, because we get to start talking about this stuff. And people don't really take into account mental health because people see endorsements, they see money, they see fame, and they think that that is the fix-all for anything that you're doing. Now, we just talked about this young lady was sexually assaulted by people who she thought cared for her and loved her. And she has to go out and compete and do all these things. And she's doing them better than anybody has ever done. So I want you to take a second and imagine that you are about to go and do about 50, 11 million flips in the air. And your mind isn't 100 percent there. What might happen to you? I know, I, hell, Kevin, I can't do one flip in the air without thinking that I might hurt myself. These people are doing 50, 11 million flips in the air, and if their mind can't be there fully, then they shouldn't be doing this. And, yeah, the teammates can be upset about it. You know, they didn't get to that she dropped out because, yo, damn, I, well, we, I might be able to be on another team again, but I only get one life. I want to enjoy my life to the best of my ability. If that means I don't want to compete right now because I don't feel well about myself, then damn it, I ain't competing. And I really think it's dope that she stood up and said that and faced the scrutiny because people are going to scrutinize her and say all this and that. But give it about five years. Give it about five, ten years. I know we're we talking right now, it's 2021, but give it about five, ten years. You're going to see more of this. People are actually going to put themselves first before this warrior mentality that we just put on these athletes and make them indoctrinate for us. Because we ain't the ones out there. right? We ain't the ones out there doing the 50, 11 million flips. We ain't the ones out there dunking the basketball. We ain't the ones out there running around this track. It's them. So if they don't feel mentally well enough to do it, then damn it, we should respect the hell that... They need to take some time for themselves. And now she just pulled out of the team competition. She still can compete in the individual. If she feels better next week, she can come back and, and do the, the individual. She feels better in a couple of days. She's She can do that. I don't have a problem with it. I commend her for actually standing up and being willing to take some scrutiny and saying, I'm not okay. I want to be okay before I do this. And I wish more people did that. Like I said, you only get one life, dog. Enjoy this shit and make sure your mind's right. We'll be back. Kevin, have you been following uh, the latest in Deshaun Watson news? Uh, I heard he showed up, I believe. He did show up to Texans training camp. And for those of you out there who don't know, Deshaun Watson is the Texans, Houston Texans quarterback who over, man, I think it was almost, maybe, how, many, how long ago was this? Probably like six, seven months ago, where he was uh, accused of, 
he's got about 22 allegations of sexual assault uh, put on him from a, 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 a group of women who said that he preyed on them through, um, you know, Instagram messages and trying to do massages and yada, yada. Um, and, and when this story first came out, I initially, because it was a couple of, you know, it was a couple of, of allegations. And I was like, oh, man, this sounds like a dude who was who's getting in the DMs. Trying to find a little, you know, he was going for a masseuse. But these dudes got world-class masseuses available to them at any time around the facility. They got doctors who can refer them to a masseuse. Deshaun Watson didn't have to be on no damn IG looking for a masseuse. Deshaun Watson was looking for a masseuse who did other things. But then, and I thought at first, well, you know, a couple, couple of, a couple of these, uh, it could be somebody looking for some money, trying to just get it, get at him, whatever. But then you get to twenty-two. And 22 is a lot of people to just be lying, right? I mean, it's, that's a lot of people lying. Um, so while I don't think that everybody's lying, I still think there are probably a couple who just, who, who, who are, I, I, I don't know, but just as, as a person viewing from the outside, I'm sure there are a couple people who see it as a chance to get in on a lawsuit and get some, get some loot out of this. And there's definitely some people who, who probably were done wrong and, and feel like they were done wrong and there needs to be some kind of... Um, justice happening here we have to figure this out but as far as it stands right now uh deshaun watson is not criminally charged these are all civil suits so there will be no jail time of any sort for him if if he loses a civil suit he just loses some money um and with that being said that happened six seven months ago like we said and so when that kind of thing happens you know what happens to the american public and people just in general we stop giving a damn if you don't hear nothing i'll be out of sight out of mind so Time went away, and this is—I was saying this before um, when when all this happened. Uh, Deshaun Watson's gonna be with the Texans. If there ain't no criminal charge, he's still gonna be with the Texans. And even when he was coming out and saying before this all happened, he was coming out and saying, "I want to be traded." It's just like Aaron Rodgers. Okay, <laughs> we ain't though. Why the hell would I trade? I'm in the business where we win if we have a Deshaun Watson. Why the hell am I going to trade a Deshaun Watson to somebody else so then I'm without a Deshaun Watson? We look our whole lives for a franchise quarterback. We got one, and now we just going to give him away after we just gave him a brand-new contract extension? Deshaun Watson's still in the contract for four more years. He wasn't going nowhere. Nowhere, dog. So now... Training camp opened, and Deshaun Watson showed up at camp. And it's become a little bit of a story. Not such a big story because, like we said, time has gone. These allegations have kind of simmered down a little bit. And Aaron Rodgers had the whole summer. Basically, Aaron Rodgers was the story for the summer. So Deshaun Watson over there, like, flying low under the radar, like, man, keep talking about Aaron Rodgers and let me just chill. And chill he did and show up to the camp he did and now it's a little bit of a story because people are like, oh, man, why did he show up to this camp? Well, he showed up to the camp because if he doesn't, the team could fine him $50,000 every day he's not in camp. And again, like we talked about checking people's pockets, $50,000, uh, you think $50,000 ain't a lot because he's got millions, but Deshaun Watson don't think that. He ain't a billionaire, dog. $50,000, is, is, uh, that, that's, that's some scratch. I want my scratch. And I got to show up. Now, he's showing up, and it makes a conflict for the Texans because they don't want this dude there with this hanging over his head. But again, he ain't criminally charged with nothing. He has not been convicted of anything. So what they're playing, 
what they are hoping and praying for is that the commissioner steps in with all his power and says, yeah, we're going to go ahead and put you on the commissioner's exempt list. Or, yeah, we're going to uh, suspend you for a little bit. So then they don't have to be the ones to not have him come because they already canceled their mandatory minicamp. The team, what teams do all the time, every team around the league has a mandatory minicamp. The Texans canceled theirs. Why? Because Deshaun Watson would have showed up when the, all the heat was really going on. Deshaun Watson would have been there, and it wasn't too far enough for people to stop forgetting about it. So they didn't want to have Deshaun Watson show up because he was going to show up, or he was going to be fined $100,000, right? So they're in a, in a situation where they're hoping that Commissioner Goodell steps in and does something about this. And you're hearing, and Deshaun Watson came back and said he still wants to be traded. Dog, ain't nobody trading for you. I mean, and, and the Texans say, yes, we are willing to listen to trade offers. We want a combination of like five high draft picks and uh, and some starting players. And I would like to have $100 million. But I ain't getting it. Not right now. And the Texans damn sure ain't getting no high draft picks for a dude who might not be playing for a, a little while and could possibly end up in jail. Why the hell would I trade for that? Nobody's trading for that. Texans are going to be stuck with Deshaun Watson for the, the immediate and, and, and the immediate future, for sure. He's going nowhere. And if he's not convicted of any kind of criminal violation, what do you do? I mean, it's either, well, we don't want this around our team. We don't want this around our environment. But you're, so then you're going to pay him because he's going to show up. He's going to show up because who wouldn't? I want my money. So they're in a tough situation and we're going to see what they do and what Goodell does. And this all comes back to what the NFL needs to really be doing. They have to have some kind of protocol in place that says, OK, when this happens, this is what we do. There is no let's see or wait and see. No, there has to be a letter of the law that goes out to every team, every player. If said players involved in this kind of misconduct, they're out on the commissioner's exempt list or they are out for this many weeks, guaranteed we'll revisit it after the time has been served. But the NFL likes to be all up in the middle of this stuff because the NFL is reactionary and all they ever do is wait to see what we going to think about it, right? They want to see how mad we are about said thing so that they can do what we want them to do. But they got to stop doing that. And the Texans are praying they stop doing that and just make it happen right now because Deshaun Watson sounds good for him to show up, but it's a whew, bad situation for the Texans. That's our time this week. You're listening to I Am Probably Right. I'm Reggie Watkins. Rate us, review us, subscribe. Leave us a review. Don't be hate. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.